now. Oh, yeah, that's a sweet sound, I believe. The same song you listened to while with your special lady friend being a beautiful child that's coming up this week. True or false? True. Ladies and gentlemen, just as true as that is the fact that true, you can find bingo any around the Utah area, specifically the Salt Lake Valley. True. Check out your local listings at breakingbingo.com for your local bingo near you. I do it on Tuesdays at O'Shucks, downtown Salt Lake City. My man Holyoke does it Monday nights over at Tab Room. Oh, it's a hell of a time. Check it out. Breaking Bingo. It's Bingo. I'll tell you this. GarageBand, the app. At a bar. Is amazing. Mm-hmm. But very difficult to master while intoxicated. And I'm not even that drunk. Usually when I come over here, you're pretty, I'm you're four, pretty good to go. I'm four or five gigantic beers deep. Tonight? Did you keep it cool? Just the three. Is this the beginning of a new age for you, my friend? No, I'm just uh, having to keep a lid on it. Because at any moment, I might have to be Daddy Dula. And I don't. Oh, sexy girlfriend! Well, it's been great. Uh, <laughs> this concludes not only this episode, but the entire podcast. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Two can play at this game and at the peril of our audience. Uh, My friend. I don't want to be a drunk Daddy Dula. So you're trying to ease your way into this new world. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, our good friend, my business partner, uh, comedy associate, and general good friend, best boy, Ryan Holyoke, this is the week. This is the week where you have a child. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be last week. Oh, I was off. Uh, So are we waiting for just this baby girl to come out on her own? Yeah, she's a willful... She's just like her mother, very willful. She does what she wants. So... I always, maybe I'm wrong on this because I don't know much about anything, let alone I don't know much. Mm, But I I love you. What I wanted to ask you was, what's wrong with letting that baby incubate a little bit more? Am I wrong? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. It just fucking sucks. It's like, you got to keep waiting for it. <laughs> Tactical difficulties, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, Holyoke's headphones were gone for a second, but I've replaced them. They are all fine at this point. I get it. Everyone's like, oh, are you excited for your baby? Yes. Yeah, like, oh, but your life's going to be a living fucking nightmare the second she comes. So cherish these moments. Have you been looking at life every day uh, with a little bit different of like, this is it? This is the last moment I will be an unpapa'd boy. That, I did that. Uh, ooh, someone's. Sorry, I have made some bad deals with the Japanese mafia, also known as the <laughs> Yakuza. <laughs> and most of this equipment was bought off of bad deals done with them, and they're coming to get me. It's over. Ding ding! It's a Tokyo drift. Drifting. Winning. <laughs> Sorry, I'm bringing back the soundboard for this as our third. Oh, I love it already. It's an ode to joy, how much you love it, my friend. <laughs> I already cherished. Was there a time where you were like, the sun is bright, I'm reflecting on my life, and this is a moment in time 
that will not be this is it the end of an era yeah like Depeche Mode once said I tried to enjoy the silence and I did and I enjoyed it and now I'm ready for my sweet baby girl to join oh, the world I'm so happy for you my friend you're a good boy you're gonna be a great boy a great papa boy and I love you all the time. And ladies and gentlemen, this week we have given birth to a new sound in the background. That's right. It is the air conditioner. We are leaving it on because it's going to be too fucking hot in this bitch. I Keep would argue it. that that unit is probably giving off more heat than it's canceling out. That it's Some, a, some a, people would say that's the exact description of my unit. Mm. It's giving off more heat than it produces. It's hot AF, as the kids say, in this apartment. Well, I don't know if other people can relate to this out there, but this is a just grandfathered unit to this apartment. This was brought to you by my landlord, and if anything shows in his track record, probably not the greatest. Probably just a piece of shit dud. It looks very old, and I certainly didn't think you'd purchase this. No, it came with the apartment, and it's one of those where I could just commit to buying a new AC unit, which I would put in and then take forever, hold your peace to every place I have moving forward. Yeah. But I'm hoping one day to move into what we would call a home or be an adult male. I'm looking at that one day, just like you're looking down the barrel of that gun. <laughs> but that AC, it's like, one. okay, so I take the AC unit, I got to hide it somewhere in my apartment until I move out, then just give it back to them because they ain't getting my new one. I'm not donating my new AC unit to the apartment cause. Here's the thing. It's west-facing windows during the summer heat. That's why you gotta get the swamp cooler. Yeah, my boy. So Holio came over. Full disclosure, he was like, "There's a proper uh, what swamp cooler unit I can just get in my midst." Yeah, because then you use the heat, the sun, to your advantage. Uh, granted, uh, I'm sure all the scientists listening are saying, "Hold your horses." Now, we do you have know. a full crop of scientists listening yeah. to every podcast. This is the main source of information. How do, how do two degenerates live in this world? It's a study going on. It's a 12-year study. Evaporative coolers do lose a lot of their efficiency in the 90s. Now, evaporative coolers, a.k.a. Swamp coolers. Oh, boy. But in this desert heat, you got to worry about that humanity. It's funny when I would have relatives from the East Coast come out and be like, what's on top of your house? We call that a swamp cooler. And they'd be like, that's some bullshit. I don't want part of that. No way, no how. And then you'd shoot him with your six gun. And I'd say, welcome to the Wild West, you fucking shits. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd watch Wild Wild West starring Yeehaw! Will Smith. And they would say, it's not that great of a movie. What and a bummer. Did you, know, did you know he turned down being Neo in I The Matrix? Know. Thanks, Reddit. That's a weird choice. Wild Wild West, you know, he's got the Barry Sanfield. Oh, what? Have we talked about this before? No. Kevin Smith was going to do Superman. Yes, with Nicolas Cage. And the, the producer, who was a total whack job, mm-hmm. told Kevin Smith he wanted there to be a mechanical spider in yes. his version of Superman. And then when Kevin Smith peaced out... The next movie that producer made was Wild Wild West, and it starred a mechanical spider. So people need to really reflect on this, because when I heard this news, it uh, really destroyed my brain. So Wild Wild West was a movie based on a show that happened in the 60s. You know, it's kind of your precursor to steampunk, if you will. The idea of reimagining the West with more of a technological base so they could do more stuff with steam, you know, steampunk, fuck yeah, super cool. I didn't didn't know that it was a redo. Yes, that was a show in the 60s. So they 
optioned it. They're going to make a movie out of it. And like you said, before that movie came out, two years prior, our boy Kevin Smith, the guy who had just made tons of fun movies, including Clerks, including Chasing Amy, and including... Mulroots. Mulroots. Now, Mulroots and Clarks are two fine... You know that's how they say clerk in England? What? Clerk. clerk. I did that on purpose. I'm it's a very well-scholared man. Did you know that? Boy, Joe, it's a clerk. But here's the thing. Okay, I have turned my back on the Kevin Smith fucking movie sphere. Oh, yeah. Long since gone on that one. I used to give Dogma credit, and then you watch that thing. That is a piece of shit. That is a garbage movie top to bottom. I even owned the DVD. I was so into it in high school. Well, he his movies are very well suited to the high school mind. Agreed. Now, someone made a point the other day. I forget where I was listening to this, but Kevin Smith has been very open about how he's enjoyed pot over the last 10 plus years. Oh, yeah. And this is, uh, I believe it was maybe the Puck Soup podcast where they're discussing this, where the idea of there are good ideas when you're high, but you edit it sober. So mm-hmm. you're Seth Rogen's Pineapple Express. Clearly, that was an idea come up high, but they edited it and wrote it sober. Then there's ideas where you come up with it super high and then execute it high. What would be what? Your chips? Your local chips that just came out? That piece of garbage? The chips that, I just ate? The chips you just ate in your belly? It was a good idea. Executed while high. But no, the idea is like... Yeah, sure, you can come up with your goofs while drunk or stoned, but you got to edit that shit totally. sober. I know, because everything is funny and or terrifying. Exactly. So then when you're Kevin Smith, where you're just perma-high, you're coming up with these duds, one after the other. But as you just stated, his highness, if you will, came late in life, and his duds started well before that. I think... Um... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kevin Smith edition of the podcast where we get real into the nitty-gritty i i think he was running out i think that that boy running on empty he should have given himself a couple years in between projects refocus think about what you want to refocus refer ladies and gentlemen that is the end of the series (laughs) of the holy schlockcast thank you for listening it's been a real good time for all of us but back to what you were saying kevin smith was sucks sucks and he was optioned to do the superman movie in nine to six you can go online check out the sweet uh, <laughs> log on to your, log local, on to your local web interface uh <laughs> we're talking dot coms and orgs but what i would say is that you see those photos of fucking nicholas cage yeah. superman that was never gonna work he had long hair did you see that i love it. weird widow's peak anyway so kevin smith wanted they to can't. do you can't get mad at him for having a widow's peak. Oh, no, no. It's the way God made him. I love Kevin. First of all, Nicolas Cage, I'm going to get back to this. Put a fucking pin on that. I'm saying that Superman notoriously did not have a widow's peak. A man having a widow's peak is both handsome and great. Nicola, uh, our, n- another Jack fucking Nicholas made an amazing career of a beautiful widow's peak. I just rewatched Departed. Oh, yeah, that, that fucking widow's peak was working hard for him. But Superman didn't have no wits peak, all right? He was at he was uh, fighting them uh, rocks. You got the little guy in front of you, a good friend. <laughs> but what I was going to say... I have s- to decapitate a ceramic butler every time I need to open a beer. That was a weird thing from the Schlegel. That was one of my heirlooms, the Schlegel heirloom. What Holyoke's mm-hmm. using right now is this weird thing that I got from my pops... As I talk shit about the stupid fucking this thing, thing you gave me. sucks a bunch in your life and your entire ancestry's garbage. <laughs> so my pops gave me 
uh, or I got from him a weird butler. Creepy. Like, uh, he looks like the actual uh, bartender from The Shining, right? Got that vibe to him. The, shi- the Wasn't bar- he black? No. The guy who I'm had- not colorblind. I can't see past. Okay, though. we are going through too many threads for people to hold on to it. Really quickly. <laughs> Kevin Smith, Shining Butlers. What I'm saying is, for people who don't know, we have got a bunch of mini Coronas here. That's right. Eight ounce Tasters. Coronitas. Coronitas. I thought we were going to film this. I gave Schlegel all of about 15 minutes to to come up with the video editing suite live on the fly. Let me go back to 945, 15 minutes before he came over here. Text. Ryan Hulling. Let's do a live show. Set up a whole studio in your apartment. Text back. That's a great idea. Let me try it. Text back. I think it'll be work great. Text back. Seems a little complicated for what we need to do in the 15-minute period I have open to me. <laughs> Text back. I'm done. I'm leaving. It's over. I got a child. Don't give her a shit about you. Text back. I love you. Come back, please. I love you. And then intense making out. But what Holyoke is using to open up his little cornitas is a weird, like, bartender statue that I got from the Schlegel. This has been passed down from Schlegel to Schlegel. And what happens is if you grab his head, his shoulder detaches and underneath reveals a wine opener slash bottle opener. And that's what we have on our desk here. It's creepy. I'm telling you, relook at photos of the bartender from Shining, the one that's like, turns out he killed his family in the past. Uh, and he's kind of, that's what he I'm looks like. I'm thinking of the groundskeeper or whatever. No, that was an African-American man, Black Power. Please, let's respect Black Lives Matter. I think. Now, that the ceramic thing looks like uh is it ceramic well yeah no i don't know how's that air conditioning coming through i hope you like that minimal we're doing a little fucking uh, no wave early 1980s (laughs) shit right now (laughs) and just know that it's louder than it is cool (laughs) we're doing the trent Reznor. we're doing a little industrial music did you see twin peaks last night uh i don't want uh, i never even don't need to it's fucking nuts is it worth it? Do I need to go back and watch the originals? No, no. If you didn't get into it before. If you don't know it by now. First of all. You're never going to know it. English degrees throughout the world, which should do stream of consciousness of what we're doing, because we're fucking beat poets right now. We're just doing that Jack Kerouac, writing it out. Hold on to what we're doing or figure it out later. We'll be in textbooks, motherfuckers. But let me go that back. That should be our new slogan. We'll be in textbooks, motherfucker. <laughs> Any drunkard would ever say that. I'll be in textbooks one day. And then the drunkard trips and falls into a wood chipper and literally becomes part of a paper mill and then thus a textbook. I'll be in textbooks. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that, might be, that might be my favorite joke you've ever made in my yes. life. Okay. Back to Kevin Smith doing Superman in oh, the Jesus. 1996. Must we? While they were doing pre-production, Kevin Smith, he's got Nicolas Cage, Widow's Peak and all. They're taking photos. He's going to be Superman. There was a producer who goes up to Kevin Smith. Hey, I love what you're doing here, but let's just make sure we have a mechanical spider involved. Yeah. And Kevin Smith, of course, goes, well, what the fuck are you talking about? No, I don't want to do that. And check this out on the many boasting videos of Kevin Smith online of him just talking verbatim for hours on end. And people just, oh, you're the best, Kevin. I love you. A lot of sycophants. But what's funny to this is that Kevin Smith said, no, that's a bad idea. And, and that, if Kevin Smith says it's a bad idea, then God knows. My God. That is Trump-level decision-making at cabinet level. 
But what we're talking about here is that Kevin Smith was like, yes, yeah, uh, turns out Superman should probably have a mechanical spider. The guy was like, well, fuck this. It's over. They end the Superman thing. And what Kevin Smith relates is that two years later, the same producer who said that to him produced one Wild Wild West, a piece of shit I saw at the Cinemark 3 in Park City, where I would eventually work, where I had a great experience watching both Mission Impossible, Twister, back-to-back, two years prior. Did you, did you jam your little D into the projector? I need one D, please. I want love, projector. You will show me love with movies. But that producer produced Wild Wild West, which had a mechanical spider in that fucking movie, talking about off the you rails. Know, and it's eighteen hundred, so there's rails involved. <laughs> you know those scenes when they're showing old movies in movies? I love those scenes. And keep talking. <laughs> there's those little hairs that come into the side. That what? Was, you know, when it's trying to show We're not talking about your penis. It's, keep going. Well, you ruined the joke. The whole thing was <laughs> they're showing the old timey photos or the movies, and there's a little hair that's stuck in the projector. Yes, I was going to say that was your dick. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, we both like getting to the same conclusion, and that is, we got tiny dicks winning. All right, people. Well, but my tiny dick still managed to reproduce, and she's on her way. And I can't wait for her to listen to this episode. Every time you play that, I was hoping it would be. As your semen said hey. to the egg that eventually became your daughter. All aboard! I wanna know your name. What song is that? Uh, that is uh, "Pump Up, Pump Up the Jams" by. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Fox on the Run. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm adding. It is now 17 minutes into when we wanted to probably do this right after the intro. I am now introducing. Oh, wait, breaking news. Oh. Breaking news. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, right now. Let's pause for the BBC sound effect I will be doing now. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take a small break. We'll be right back after the BBC news break. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the BBC News. BBC News brought to you by London. After a 10-year relationship, Top Button of Pants is divorcing 33-year-old man. Quote, from the button, for years now, I've been holding on this relationship together by a thread. End quote. I can't handle the strain anymore. That's actually continuing quote. Sources close to the couple say the button has been living under distress for some time now, and only a belt has been holding them together. The 33-year-old said, I will be shopping at Vigendahl from here on out. (laughs) News from Transylvania. Dracula has been for... (laughs) Dracula has found a pen he loves so much he will now refer to it as Pennsylvania. In other news, due to the outcry from Spice Girls, they're changing the name from, uh, from Spice Girls to Antacid Girls. Citing their aging fan base, growing digestive issues, the group quote said, We will give them what they want, what they really, really want. It's relief from all that spice. That is the BBC News. BBC News, back to your local broadcasting thing. Now let's go live to our correspondent Mogadishu. Wait, we've got... <laughs> This is still the BBC News. BBC News continues. <laughs> We're going live to Mogadishu. Our reporter, go live. Yes, I'm... Mogadishu. Are you there? Are you still have a connection, please? Oh, I'm sorry. We have a little bit of a transponder issue. Are you still there? 
It looks like we've lost Mogadishu. The cloud of turds that have come from Ryan Schlegel's uh, ass has eventually made it to Mogadishu, where there is no more signal. This is the BBC News. And skit's over. What a fun little skit we did there. I was just thinking about how uh, like 50 years ago, Monty Python you know, just did that bit, and it was great. Um <laughs> but we, comedy history my but, boy. <laughs> we brought a childlike charm to it <laughs> where we chuckled at ourselves um i by the way those people who don't uh listen or care so don't worry about it i will be <laughs> to all of you who aren't listening and don't give a shit i will continue to do those jokes i loved making that little exercise little writing exercise as no, i loved it I, that by no means was i Impugning your delightful. My goal was to come up with three different bits, and I did it. And there is the Akuza. I am going to die now (laughs) by the sword of samurai. You can't bring up things. (laughs) (laughs) New new rule: don't bring up things. Okay, fair enough, ladies and gentlemen. As our new segment will be every week, song of the week, song of the week. Here is our song of the week. This is something I like a lot. Beer bottle mama, you're the gal for me. This fits into our life. Beer bottle mama, you suit me to a T. Now you love beer. And, and I, I love, love gin. Well, the two of us do mean to win. Beer bottle mama, you're the one for me. There's nothing better than a nice Just little... the other day, I stopped at a cabaret. Well, don't we all? I heard a barfly say, What was that? Do a barfly cross the way. I hope. Beer bottle mama, you're the gal for me. Beer bottle mama. I love this song a lot, my friend. The idea of like, I found a lady. She loves beer. I look, we're bound to win. She's probably not going to win that much when it comes to the two alcoholics meeting at a bar. But Have you ever seen the movie Barfly? No. Check it out. What about leaving Las Vegas? You're fucking watching? Mickey Rourke as uh, Bukowski. Really? Does this song play the whole time? Yeah, it's actually just this song. It's a confession. You know that I've gotten really into country swing. That's interesting because I've been into really, I've really been into rather old country. Well, do you think it stems from our mutual love of the video game Fallout New Vegas? Yeah, probably. I. Telling you, there are art forms in this world, and there's old art forms, and there's new one, and that is a one. Fallout New Vegas creates a mood, and that's a mood I want to be a part of. And this song creates a mood I like as well. Come on, that's fun. That's delightful. The dueling guitar and accordion. Just the, the other, other day, day, it sounds I new. It's old. They remastered it. I heard a barfly say, "Do a barfly bar across, across the way." Ooh. Streams got crossed. You're the, the guy for me. You're the guy for me. Slim. I love that gay man. <laughs> you like beer and I like gin. You've got a dick I want, and I'm gonna put it in my butt. Put it in. Beer bottle, mama. Coming off the LGBTQ month. Oh, I'm out of the closet loving that song. (laughs) Thank you for enjoying this week's segment. This week's segment, the song of the week. That's Beer Bottle Mama off of the, I think it's Hillbilly Swing record. Mm. Let's see what it is. Hillbilly Boogie. 
That was Andy Reynolds and his 101 Ranch Boys. And again, they support LGBTQ issues. They all immediately rise from their graves to mm. murder you for saying that. They all get on their ponies and slide guitars. They kill me with the slide guitar. That sounded kind of like a... a police siren. What's it called? Or you wave your hand at Oh, the my air. God. Did I tell you this story about uh, two weeks ago for bingo? Speaking of our advertisers, did I tell you about this when I was doing... Uh, prep for what we both did together which thank you my friend i did the first ever late night show bingo crossover that's right a johnny carson late night show mix of bingo huge success one of the best people loved it up and down but did i tell you what happened the night before on a monday mm-hmm. after we got together i went outside to write out the intro to what we would eventually do if i had you do because my good friend Right on the other microphone. What did you do that night? I was your sidekick. You were my boy with the keys. You were both my Ed McMahon and my Paul Schaefer, and I love you inevitably for this. And your child will love what you did that night. I <laughs> had you do that, but I wanted to write out how the beats of the intro would go. And so I was outside on the porch over here, and I was writing it out and like saying it out loud to like hear like what it would sound like. So I was like, uh, ladies and gentlemen from the studios of the O'Shucks bar. And I was doing all that out loud to try to hear what it would sound like. So two hours later, I'm still like writing jokes, trying to figure it all out. And two SLC PD officers come up to me. Did I tell you this? Did I tell you about this? Oh, I did. Okay, well, he's super interested. I nodded silently so that you could proceed as if I hadn't to keep the audience wrapped. Did I tell you about my idea for the next bingo? I want a mechanical spider. And I was thinking that would be really cool. (laughs) And its sole function is to murder me. So I'm outside. uh, uh, This is an hour and a half on 200 South. Did my grandpa used to live on 200 South? We're going to talk about that in a second. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I am outside after an hour and a half after I was doing the audio practice of how it would sound, and two SLCPD officers come up and they go, sir, uh, hi, how are you doing? I was like, oh, doing great. And and the officer goes, hey, we heard a noise complaint. You don't look that great. Uh, We heard heard a complaint of a gentleman, uh, some loud noise. And I was like, officers, I've been out here for hours. There's no one else around. I don't know, even know what this would be about. And they're like, oh, we'll go check around the back. I'm like, that makes sense. So as and then they, they raped you. Oh, boy. Real funny stuff. <laughs> Holy oak. He's the crayon jewel of comedy. You heard it first here? Ladies and gentlemen. They went around the back. <laughs> and then they whacked the back of your knee with a Next week. Next week, stick. I'm bringing in a trombone every time you do a joke. <laughs> So the officer, uh, as they go around back, and not in the way Holyoke means, uh, they are out in the back. And I'm thinking about it. I was like, that's funny. Noise. Who would have made noise out here at this location at this time? Holy shit. They're talking about me. And sure enough, they come back around. Hey, there's no one else around. And I go, sorry, officers. I think I know what you're talking about. I think it was me practicing. And in my head, how do you explain I'm doing a bingo show mixing late night Show so I just say I'm doing a comedy skit, and to my credit, I had a notebook, uh, uh, my check, uh, check, uh, what is it, uh, uh, paper in front of me, that's words, and I'm, uh, I was, I had my notepad in front of me, and I'm writing out stuff. So they go, oh, okay, like could you keep it down a little bit? And it was that embarrassing thing of my practicing to do a bingo comedy skit caused the police to show up. That's where I'm at in my life. 
<laughs> and as always, Holyoke is super supportive. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I don't know. Reflect on the story. What do you think? What's funny? I made a rape joke. <laughs> you didn't yes and. Okay. And then the cops rape you. Yes and. <laughs> <laughs> and now. I've filed a lawsuit with the ACLU and I'm pursuing it on a federal level. There you go. <laughs> and that's the comedy of right. And then Neil Gorsuch is the the citing vote and you lose. Oh fuck. Oh cool joke, dude. Yes very, and very temperate. Yes, uh, yes it's a very cool joke. And Neil Gorsuch is a monster. And uh, political jokes are the funniest jokes. Ladies and gentlemen, this comedy routine can be seen at ShitCat. That's right, the <laughs> local improv show that Ryan Holyoke and I do every night of the week at the estate capitol before we get arrested. <laughs> raped by a bunch of cops. <laughs> yeah, super funny stuff. The cops say, I'm starting to think you guys want to get raped. <laughs> you keep coming here with your dumb jokes. We just want someone to pay attention to our jokes, officer. And if that takes a little rape, we're willing to take it. And my mom will listen to this eventually. Thank you, my friend, for doing such good stuff. My child will listen to this eventually. Well, How do you think I feel? I'm going to deliver. She's going to not know me because you're going to distance me from the child. And in 30 years, she's going to be walking around the streets. And I'm barely going to. I'm going to be on like a, you know, like a cyborg type thing because I'm not going to be able to last that long. And I'm going to be like, take a sticker. You and your your dad, like, it me and me did a thing. And it'd be the Holy Schlodcast, probably not with your time sticker. You can pick up by just messaging us via Gmail, Twitter, whatever you want. We got plenty of stickers, and no one wants them. And please don't call Child Protective Services. Because uh, I don't have a kid yet. Okay, so when's the final, when are we doing this kid? Uh, I was supposed to, <laughs> it was supposed stop. to happen on Thursday. Okay. And now we're just waiting. At least it was after hump day, am I right? Oh! Because <laughs> hump days, everyone hates Wednesdays. So, what are you going to, is it, are you, what's this week look like for you? Are we still in the dark on when the birth is going to happen? Or can we reveal tonight with our podcasting friends when you might actually get birth? We're, well, I'm not going to. I, I would if I could. I would, do the, I would do the seahorse. Are method. you synchronizing with Brooke when she'll give birth to the child? You'll finally take that mega shit that you've been holding up for 10 years. Yeah. And you'll finally have that enema. This gar needs an enema. Batman 1989. I forgot about that. Uh, we're not going to induce, induce, so we cannot. I know the terms. Right. Uh, so we don't know. Lamaz. Lamaz is falling out of Something favor. Pepper Incorporated. Wait, what do you mean? The whole rhythmic breathing thing, like the artificially rhythmic breathing. Does it breathing. turn out? It's kind of dumb. Super dumb. You can just breathe deeply. There's breathing exercises you can do that don't require the hoo, 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 ha, ha, ha. Isn't that like kind of a, like, it's one of those things where it's not really what you need, but it, it's a means to an end where like, if that's the placebo people need, mm. To breathe hard, sure. Yes, by all means. If it works for you, please continue that Lamaze. I told you what my mom did for my birth, and it was, this is Satan's child. This is Satan's child. Please do not let this child be born. Mm. He is Damien. No, my mom did natural birth, 
God bless her. Love you, Pauline Schleck. You're my best mama. You're the only mama I ever want in this life. I love you. But she, halfway through the labor, said, please give me drugs. Why aren't you giving me drugs? Give me drugs. It had gone past the point for uh, where they could actually administer uh, those drugs. Oh. Well, that's kind of a reward in and of itself, because then you're just forced to. But also, and she did a great job, but at the same time, did you know that Pauline Schlegel did not ask for the birth, uh, uh, the sex of the child? She didn't ask for the birth either. She and then when they finally said, "All right," and they said, "Wait, we can't tell. We've tried. We can't figure it out." And just the other day, she met a something at the cabaret. But uh, just the other day, <laughs> she got a letter, and the doctor said, "After thirty years of investigating his genitalia, we cannot determine if it's a male or a female." And he said, "Luckily, in this political climate, it's now okay to not even know." And I would be one of the 22 million uninsured garbage heaps out there. But what I would say right now is that my mom actually, they didn't ask what my sex would be because they thought it would be a girl. I was supposed to be Lady Schleg. Me okay? too. Really? Well, not Schleg, but a lady. You're supposed to be Lady Schleg? And so my mom had bought nothing but lady gifts, and I was born in, as a male with a giant dingus. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Is your lady. Don't you love that lady schlag? That is a beautiful schlaggy pin. Oh, let's do. Oh, by the way, Holyoke, we will do a live broadcast if you could still get away. August 19th, Wendover. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the Holy Songcast will be on the road August 19th. Meetups. If you want to show up in Wendover, we'd love to see you. We're going to do a live broadcast from the studios of Red Garter in Wendover. We will be watching Michael McDonald, Doobie Brother himself, Kenny Loggin Brogan. He will be performing live in Wendover August 19th. We'll be there. I hope you show up. Tickets still available. We'll be out in Wendover. Hope to see you there. Anyone, come out. That's going to be a hoot and a half. Did I tell you I downloaded the Michael McDonald deep catalog? So I have 30 Michael McDonald songs I downloaded in an effort for the next two months. Well, now less than two months to learn all the back catalog so when nice. he plays a song and it's like no one knows it I'm like yeah I got you Michael I want to know every song he's playing and do you know for the 2000s he did two Motown covers so I'm expecting a lot of Motown covers when we go <laughs> two Motown cover albums yes he did Motown covers one Motown covers two so people who don't know, Michael McDonald was a doobie brother. That's right, a sweet vocalist out of the late 1970s. And then he went solo, held out with Kenny Loggins. A lot of our listeners probably know who Michael McDonald is. He is performing live in Wendover, August 19th. For my boy's birthday, I bought him a ticket. Thank you so much. I love you so much. But if anyone wants to go out to Wendover, August 19th, we will be live doing a podcast there. I think... I'm- there's no distractions on the strip of Wendover like there is in Vegas. I think we could find an hour just to do a podcast out there. Yeah. Should we do a half before, a half hour after? A half hour? Half if, if after. I, if, if I've learned anything from this podcast, us attempting to plan anything is futile. No, but at the same time, like, we could do that. Come on. 
These jokes? I will have a child by then, so maybe I'll be mature and capable. I hope so. Did you hear that joke I said earlier? Let me read it at lower speed. After a 10-year relationship, top button of pants is divorcing 33-year-old man. Quote from the button, For years now, I've been holding on to this relationship together by a thread. I can't handle the strain anymore. End quote. Sources close to the couple say the button has been living undone for some time, and now and only a belt has held them together. The 33-year-old has been shopping at Big and Tall. Uh, comedy ensues. <laughs> and that has been the burping repeater. The comic coming to a stage near you. Uh, I, tw- uh, you know, at night I do other things, and one of them is the burping comic. Let's just say I have a lot of fans, and they all say burp and repeat. Classic. Oh. Oh, sorry. Super loud. He's crazy out of his mind. Hello, what do you have to say the week before your child is born? Something we've done for now almost. We've been doing it more than half a year. Six months. Three. This is three-fourths of a year we've been doing this podcast. I think we've brought this up. Brought it. You heard it here first, folks. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Ryan Holyoaks lost his mind. He will now go into the wilderness. We've been doing it as long as my child has been gestating, which is too long. Wow. Too goddamn long. My best Owen Wilson. Wow. That's good. Wow. That's perfect. Let me punch you in your nose. Oh, boy. That's the quality friendship we have here, buddy. What do you have to say before, uh, if your child ever listened to this, what would you say? I'm so sorry for everything. Here's what I would say. Papa. Don't preach. I'm in trouble deep. My, <laughs> as Godfather Schlegel would say to you, trust into this podcast. All knowledge has been based upon here. Your father has put more work into this than he's done anything in his life. He loves you. He wants you to hear this. And he thinks that you're the best shining light in his life, which would be true. But at the same time, this is who your papa is. And I've loved him for so long. And I can't wait to be a part of your life and experience this insanity with him at the same time. I love you, little girl. I hope you have a great life. I speak truthfully, thinking that you are going to be a gem of a child. And I know you're going to be blessed upon this earth. And I can't wait to see you in your full incarnation. Mm-hmm. That was actually very tender. Well, I love that child because I love you, and I know you're going to do a great job, and you're a good papa. I already know it. That kid's going to be a good kid. We're going to take care of it. We're going to do podcasts accordingly to the fucking formation of this child and how you need to be doing it. And by the way, did we even talk about the Brian Head fire? (laughs) That's something I'm obsessed with this day. I think it's a little late in the game to get started on a whole new topic. Let's just say that your child is coming into the world while there is a 40,000 acre fire happening. She went down, down, down to that ring of fire. And that fire. had ring of fire. She is going to be as important as 40,000 acres. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Ryan Schlegel. 40,000 acres and a mule. This is the Holy Schlodcast. We will be doing this every week as possible. My friend, Holyoke, I bless you in this week. Bless this is you, the my last son. one before you have the child. 
I think you're God a gem. Will. I think your goddamn beautiful wife is amazing. And I, I just know that you will have a splendid existence with your new child. I will speak to you soon. Fans, we will speak to you soon. We'll be back next Fan. week. Singular. Joe Taylor, thanks for listening. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Holy Schlock ass. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye.